Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness. It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more. Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Good morning. Today we'll be talking about sarcoma. Sarcoma is considered one of the forgotten cancers, which July is actually the World Sarcoma Month. So we'll be starting with it and finding out much more about it. Thank you, Dr. Habibu. It's uh, always a pleasure to have you with us on the program. Welcome. Thank you. Now, yeah, I must say, I love your, your background, uh, beautiful, showing all the good work that, uh, and good things that are available at the NSIA Cancer Center. But um, what I'd Thank like you. to first start off with is, what is sarcoma? Why, why do they call it forgotten? What's forgotten about it? Well, sarcoma is a group of uh, tumor, neoplastic disease, that's cancerous uh, lesions. But they are lesions formed from connective tissue, either bone, cartilage, muscles, fat, or the connective tissue. It could even be blood. Uh, these are cancers from this, primarily from these uh, tissues. And the sarcoma incidence, even though it is not high, is uh, less than 1% of all cancer. But in a country like Nigeria, with over 2 million, we still see a lot of patients with sarcoma. And sarcoma is also more common in the extremes of life, both the young and the old. We have different types for the young, for example, airwing sarcoma, and we have the osteosarcoma, liposarcoma for the aged. So sarcoma can have literally affect all age, but it's more common in the extreme of lives. Okay. So for those who are, you know, things themselves, what do you mean connective tissue? How is it different from other cancers? What are the similarities between sarcoma and other cancers? And then what are the differences? Sarcoma, like I said, the connective tissues are tissues that support the main organs. For example, the bone, the muscle, they support the heart, they support the lungs, they support the brain. So they, they themselves, they are not highly specialized. Uh, they are just connective. They support, they are supportive tissue. The sarcomas and other cancers are similar in that when it starts, as in, uh, they have the ability to spread to other parts of the body. So they can metastasize, that's the word we use. They can spread to other parts of the body, and uh, this is the similarity. The difference is that sarcomas are, like I said, only primary to the connective tissue. They originate from connective tissues, while other cancers are from organs. For example, breast cancer uh, is from the breast, uh, cervical cancer from the cervix. There are some specific structures, but connective is just connective. It's not specific to a particular part of the body. 
That's interesting. So with that in mind, what kind of symptoms, signs and symptoms would people be looking out for in sarcoma? So sarcoma, even though we have many types of sarcoma, but we can generally classify them into two. That's the soft tissue sarcoma and the bony sarcoma. And they, they manifest in different ways. For the bony sarcoma, they usually will present with pain and swelling. Uh, this also applies to the cartilage, that's the chondrosarcoma, and all the bony type of sarcomas. Whereas the soft tissue sarcoma, they present with a painless lump, which only become painful if it is unattended to, and it continues to grow bigger, then invade the surrounding structure before we start having pain. The soft tissue sarcoma is about three times more common than the bone sarcomas. No. We talked about it and, you know, some people will want to know, why do they need to know about it? Are they more aggressive, for example, than the other sarcomas or the other cancers? You know, what's the difference between the two and how does it relate, for example, to other, uh, other cancers? Do they yes. have a different kind of history? Are they milder, more aggressive? Do they respond to therapy? Because people are very interested in cancers now because they're so common. Yes, sarcoma, we have varying degree, you know, varying grades of sarcomas. That's what I mean is we have different type of sarcoma with different type of aggressiveness. Usually in children, their sarcomas are more aggressive than in adults. But generally, sarcomas are more difficult to treat because the connective tissues are more vascularized. They have more blood supply. And the presence of blood supply makes it easier for them to metastasize. That's to spread to distant sites. And a, a cancer that has spread to distant sites is more difficult to handle than the one that is localized within a particular structure. Like I said, the connective tissue is loose. So most of the time, by the time we diagnose sarcoma, it has already spread. So making it very difficult to manage as opposed to the breast cancer, prostate cancer, that can be confined for a long time before it spreads and it can be treated more easily when it's still confined. Okay, so that's actually quite alarming. So with people listening now, how do you know what should they be looking out for in themselves and in maybe relatives and friends to be able to say, you know, this is something you really need to take seriously. This is something that you need to go out. Because a lot of people, for example, people, they think like Poma. Oh, that's just a soft tissue swelling. Don't worry about it. So, you know, should people who have lipomas be worried now? Should they be going to the hospital now? You know, what should they yes. do? Now, if there's any new growth in the that's any swelling or any painful, any new sites that you develop pain, body pain, it must be investigated. If it is investigated, if it is the dangerous one, the sarcomas, the, the malignant sarcomas, yes, it will be dealt with appropriately. However, if it is lipoma, most of the time, most of the time, lipomas are not problematic. However, uh, they still need to be followed up. Whether it is malignant or benign, that's whether it is cancerous or not, you must continue to evaluate it if it is not removed. Because even though not very frequently, infrequently, but a, a, a supposed benign lesion can transform to become malignant later. So, but it's not mm. the norm, but it can happen. So it needs to be, you know, follow up, reviewed. 
so that if it does, then it is handled early. Now, one of the cool things about this program is to talk about prevention. Is there any way we can prevent such cancers from forming? Okay, so now that takes us to the cause. Most of the time, the sarcomas, they occur sporadically. That's, we cannot really say what is the cause. However, we know that those who are exposed to ionizing radiation may have sarcoma coming. You know, what is about, ionizing radiation? Okay, x-rays, for example. We know that most of the time, if you want to go for unemployment, or there are many other reasons that may be required that you do an x-ray. But we also use radiation to treat, like radiotherapy to treat. Uh, on the, those working around heavy machines that generate radiation, they also need to be on the lookout. Uh, once you uh, use radiation, you, it, you are predisposed to having this, even though the, the proportion, the percentage predisposition is not very high, but it's still higher than those who do not, you know. Then there are a few other patients that has some syndromes, that's some genetic malformation. For example, uh, what we call neurofibromatosis. You see some people with multiple nodules on their skin, that's how they are, they, they are born, but you see that it continues to increase as they grow old. Such people need to, you know, be very observant because if any of those nodes continue to grow aggressively, it may be, uh, you know, it may turn out to be sarcoma. Then we we have some syndrome like Lee from many syndrome, familiar adenosylosis coli that in the GIT and some a few other symptoms that uh, like retinoblastoma gene that can predispose to. Uh, uh, sarcomas, but all this one you cannot easily see. So the ones we can see are like the neurofibromatosis. But the important thing is that any new growth must be duly investigated. Once you have a lump in your body or a growth, you can feel that's not there before. It needs to be investigated. Well, now that's so. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of information about this. But can you say is there any? You, you've mentioned that it's you know more common in the elderly, more common in the young ones, children. Is there any predisposition between males and females for any of these things? Bone sarcoma, for example, are more common in males. We have more predisposition for bone in males. However, generally, sarcomas can occur in both sexes. There is no difference, only that bone may be more common in, in males than females. Apart from that, but bone sarcoma is not the most common. The soft tissue is more common. And uh, this one has no predisposition, no sex predisposition. It can happen so in anybody. Yes, it can in anyone. Wow. Now, that's, <clears throat> that's actually quite intense because you've told us that the, these cancers can occur. They can occur in all parts of the body. And yeah. the worrying thing about what you've said is the treatment is not readily available. So what should we in our own environment, how do we handle this? Okay. Yeah, even though the treatment is not readily available, but uh, the NSI Elute Cancer Center is one center that has all the complements of treatment for, for, for sarcomas. The NSI Elute Cancer Center is the most equipped center in West Africa and in sub-Saharan Africa for treatment of sarcomas. 
So uh, we have a few other, uh, you know, teaching hospitals that can also handle uh, malignancies. That's cancer. So the the theme is that we should do more of screening. Uh, if there's any lung or tumor, it should be screened. And if 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 it is detected, you can come to NSI Lute Cancer Center. It can be referred to NSI. You get the full complement of treatment. Thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Thank you, Pastor Larry, coming around to share your experience with us. You've seen the foundation, a specific foundation on sarcoma. Can you tell us why did you start it? What made you start this foundation in your name? Yeah, thank you, Dr. Pamela. I, I had uh, the incidence of uh, sarcoma when I was just 10 years old. Uh, I was in primary four then, and then uh, it was a very small growth, and uh, nobody uh, linked it with cancer, and it continued to grow until seven years after, when um, I had to go to the hospital to remove the lump. And so it was removed in 85, and um, we there was no there was no follow up test or, or um, no, there was nothing done to actually examine what was removed. So we thought it was just a lump, and then it has been removed, and um, that was it. So we forgot about it until about 10 years after uh, a recurrence uh, happened that occasion for another surgery. And uh, so it was removed. And um, subsequently, there were other recurrences until about 2001. Uh, in all, I had about seven surgeries on my head. You know, the, wow. the lumps were growing on the head, on the side of my head, in the scalp. And so um, it was it's just the grace of God that I. I survived uh, those dangerous surgeries, very dangerous surgeries on the head. Um, so the last surgery was actually in 2008, you know, when um, uh, there was another growth and then there was, there was another surgery. I began to wonder, you know, how much I've really gone through. Uh, and then uh, why did I go through all this? You know, a lot of questions uh, in my mind. And then in 2014, uh, it occurred to me that I, I think I have uh, something to tell the world about my story. And uh, especially in the area of awareness, because so in all, I went through, through sarcoma for about 30 years, uh, from age 10 to uh, about age, uh, age uh, 40. So... And, and then I, I understood at the end of the day that the re- one of the reasons my, my case uh, took that long was ignorance. Uh, we were not aware. Until 2001, when the lump were removed and uh, taken to laboratory for the first time, we never knew the, the lumps were or uh, had anything to do with cancer. We were thinking it, it, it was attack, you know, we were linking uh, those things to spiritual things, a lot of ignorance. And so uh, in 2001, we, we, we knew that uh, those lungs were uh, cancerous, they were malignant, they were not benign. So 2014, I, I thought about putting up a platform where I can tell my story 
and then can help uh, people to be aware of, of, of cancer, especially sarcoma, and then um, uh, to help people um, also who may be going through one form of cancer or the other, especially sarcoma, you know, in terms of helping them to survive uh, the the ordeal. So that was the genesis of uh, the Language of Sarcoma Cancer Foundation. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. I mean, I think you've been through so much. And as you say, it's the grace of God. And uh, obviously, the, the, the thank God for, for the good doctors that you have had that have actually worked with you and through God's grace helped to keep you to this point. Now, it's a wonderful yeah. thing that you've done to set up a foundation. And I know there may be one or two people out there who may think, you know what? I relate to this story. I relate to this sarcoma. I know somebody who's had it or who may have had it. Or I think that I would like to support you. So can you give me a number or tell us how somebody listening to this program today, if they want to reach out to you, to support you, how can they do so? Well, um, it'd be my, uh, phone, my phone number, personal number. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Um, my personal uh, line is uh, 081 Please repeat it. 081 No, that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much yeah. for sharing that with us. Yeah. yeah? I, I, actually, I, you know, Dr. Abib, um, <laughs> um, he, he talked about uh, uh, sarcoma and uh, mentioned. Uh, I, I would like to mention uh, quickly that uh, the tumors that I had, you know, had, uh, it, it was soft tissue sarcoma, uh, DFSP in particular, uh, dermatofibrosarcoma, uh, and it was malignant. Um, so, uh, so I think that is very important. To, to, for the world to know what kind of sarcoma did actually go through, what, what kind of sarcoma happened on the head in the scalp, and uh, they, they grew to balloon sizes you know, at different times. Uh, so, Well, that's important. Yeah. And I think what I like that you've shared with us is the fact that, you know, the common thing in our, in our own environment, something happens to you, instead of thinking about it medically, everybody wants to blame something spiritual, somebody wants to blame something else for it, but there are medical reasons and, and we need to also address the fact that if there is a lump and you have it removed, please, people should insist on having a diagnosis. Definitely. Because a lot of people don't know and they start, they remove and there are labs yeah. available yeah. to which can give you a diagnosis that people need to know. It's so important yeah. that they need to know. And I'm hoping the people are listening here and they find out what exactly is wrong because sometimes it doesn't go away and you need to know what happened. Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, thank you. Uh, so in our, in our concerning the foundation, you know, we work with the Lagos State Government, um, the Ministry of Health and the, uh, the Healthcare Board. Uh, we have uh, an official approval to go to all the primary healthcare centers in Lagos State. Uh, and the communities in the state to do cancer awareness, especially on sarcoma. And uh, like what like what you just said, you know, and from my personal experience, uh, from what we've seen so far, also in the field, a lot of a lot of people are keeping quiet about their cases. You know, cases not presented uh, you know, early enough 
for, for diagnosis and uh, early treatment. And then you see uh, WHO uh, you know, telling us that four out of five people have cancer in Nigeria, die of the disease. You know, and it, it's, it's so pathetic. And so a lot of awareness is needed out there, you know, uh, to, to let people know that cancer is on the rise and that, you know, yes, while the spiritual may have its uh, uh, impact in, in, um, in the issue of um, disease treatment or sicknesses or, or whatever, but God also has, has given uh, uh, as an empowered man to put up uh, the medical, you know, for, for, for treatments and, and, and for survival in, in cases where people have diseases or sicknesses. Thank you, Pastor Larry. I think that's an important message to get across. Dr. Habibu, Pastor Larry's condition, do you have any comments on what he has to say? And in particular, about yes. how to raise awareness in our communities? Yes. The truth is that uh, what he has just said is classical. Most of the time, uh, cancer cases are seen as spiritual, and this results in delay. Then the, the specific type uh, Pastor Lane had was dermatofibroma protuberance. It's a type of cancer that does not metastasize fast. It's a slow grow. We usually call it intermediate grade, you know, cancer. But it has the propensity to recall. If you remove it, to recall. If you remove, it, say it takes a long while before it metastasizes. But he is very lucky. It was actually diagnosed uh, before metastasis. So that is why. Uh, that is why. Uh, with good treatment, uh, he had treatment in NSI Youth Cancer Center. I have known him. You know, uh, he was one. He was one of our patients, and he is one that was successfully treated. Uh, uh, so he is locked diagnosed. Uh, but for many Nigerians, uh, what they have is usually more aggressive, and they still go through this spiritual method, and they get metastasized, get you know really bad before they are sent back by those who say they treat them spiritually. When they see it's out of hand, they push them to loot. So that's why casualty is high, as high as what he said. So how do we get the awareness out into the community? How much more can we do? Because we need people to be aware. We need people to come in. A lot of people say, I can't go into hospital. Hospital is where people die. Yes, sponsorship. This kind of program should be sponsored. Uh, your, this program in particular needs to be sponsored so it, it can come more frequently. We can air it more frequently. So such programs that you raise awareness and then they know that if when they have it, they can come to the hospital rather than remain in spiritual houses because uh, the, the key to cancer treatment is orthodox treatment. You can use spiritual to support whatever you do. After all, spiritually... You can enhance whatever you do with, uh, you know, by spiritual means, if we believe in that. But you still have to do what you have to do. Uh, nobody stays at home and pray for salary to come. You need to go out there to work uh, for your salary to come. The same way, you don't just stay at home to, to you pray for treatment. You need to come to a hospital. Then you use prayer to back it up. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think time is already fast spent. Do you have any last words for our listeners? Yes, my last word is that the sarcoma, cancer generally is real. And the first time is the best time. The first time is diagnosed is the best time because cancer does not wait. So 
if you go to through alternative routes for treatment of cancer, that you are not going direct, then you are going to end up with alternative results. So get the right result, you have to go through the right route, which is the orthodox route. So screening is key, and then prompt treatment is key once it's diagnosed. NSI Lutz Cancer Center is the most equipped and most uh, proficient care center for cancer care in West Africans in West Africa and uh, Sub-Saharan Africa. So uh, it's a center to be if you are diagnosed of cancer. Thank you. Thank you very much.